WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Yes, believe it or not, we are actually live from the QTH here, so hopefully uh, everything is working right, sounding good. Uh, but hence we, a little echo. But hence a little echo, but we, we meh. Hard, 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 to, uh, hard, hard to not do something with that. But this is our first live show in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, and, yes, and, yes. and we do mean actually live. Um, so welcome, welcome to Ham On. Show you here all our little mess ups. <laughs> yeah, w- w- welcome to Ham On. Uh, so we got we got a lot to do today. I like first I like to put a big shout out to Matt Tucker who got this set up for us to actually do a live show. It's it's been a while since since we've been live on the air. Uh yes. So uh, to since Mark. Yeah, since what? Since our downtime in March, all the shows have been taped, yeah. and this is this is a preview because July eighteenth is the uh, picnic, and we will be live broadcasting live from two to four on July eighteenth for the picnic. So um, that should be uh, fun, and hopefully uh, we'll have a good time with that. Yeah, um, and hopefully you won't interview me when I'm, like, eating something. Because <laughs> it'll be kind of hard to answer with food in my mouth. It takes off fun out of things. Uh, we'll have some shout-outs. It's going to be a different kind of format. We have two hours. Um, we're actually going to play some music. Um, we're going to do some shout-outs. We're going to have some quick interviews with people. And just uh, have a good time for two hours here, uh, here on WTBR FM. So... Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, we're not hearing the, the echo on the air. Um, if so, and if we are, we're sorry. sorry we're There's sorry. Nothing we can do. <coughs> nothing really we can do about it. Uh, phase three starts June 29th. Yay. Um, if, if we play our cards right and things get set up the way I want to for next week, we should be back in the studio next week for... Uh, um, doing the show from from live next week but if not we'll Yay. see if we can't do this again um see how this turns out so before we get down to business you want to put out your plea for, to uh berkshire humane um sure uh for anybody that is looking to donate to the uh the berkshire humane society please call them at 413 413- Four four seven seven eight seven eight. Uh, they are looking for they're looking for food for kitties and doggies and mostly small animals. Their biggest thing is small animals. Um, as far as like rabbits, guinea pigs, and stuff like that, they're getting um, hamster food, and they are getting hamster food for people that have hamsters, so, um, do let them know, uh, also on top of that, they're looking for bedding, they're looking for, you know, wet food, dry food, stuff like that, basically anything pet related, they're looking for donations, and also on top of that, if you're looking for any help, uh, pet wise, go ahead and give them a call, at 413-447-7878 and leave a message that you are on um, that you're having issues um, with your animal and they'll ask what the breed is what you know the age and how many you got um you know and and all that 
stuff, so yay! So, so please help out Berkshire Humane Society. Thank you. So please help out Berkshire Humane Society. Uh, cycle 2, Western Mass Traffic Net. We are still looking for people to help us out with Cycle 2 of the Western Mass Traffic Net. Um, 430-K1-FFK. Drop me an email, kd2jkb at arrl.net. Um, I, I need to put out some, some, some shout-outs here for various things. First of all, I'd like to thank the uh, team at WTBR. Matt Tucker, Sean yes, Sear, David, Dave Cachet, David Wyatt, who actually helped set up this stream. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> and and Jody, Jody Spielman, Bob Heck. Um, everybody at TBR for the past we three months has uh, kept uh, kept us going and kept this show on the air in one form or another and uh, we do appreciate it because uh, yes yes we do um, I think we're one of, we're one of the few producers who kept the show going on the air and with both shows on the air so there's a lot of emailing between myself and Matt oh, Tucker yeah. for the past three months but as things start to wind down um, we'll be able to get back into the studio. So, so the big thing is a week ago Tuesday. A week ago Tuesday. We had yeah. this incident yes. up on K1FFK, and I'm not going to get. Yes, I'm yes, not going to read into it, but you can go to wma.arrl.org, and you can pull up the uh, the story. The ARRL has a story which kind of left me out, but like Paul Harvey says, it's time for the rest of the story. Okay. Uh, I, I want to thank my team that day, um, AG1W, Ron, and, and KC1JPU, Matt. Um, we did well. Yes, thank you, guys. Um, everybody was in, was in place. Um, it started right around noontime um, as, as the emergency call went out from uh, KC1JWR Alden because uh, his cell phone died. Um, you know, we, we say, and we do all the time, we say when spit hits the fan, when all else fails, when there, spit is, hits the spam. there <laughs> is amateur radio, and this shows that it's not just during hurricanes, tornadoes, no, no. Um, and, and other natural disasters. This was in the middle of the woods on the Appalachian Trail up in Vermont. On, yeah, on Long Trail. On Long Trail with no uh, cell service or spotty cell service, and all Alden had was handheld amateur radio. And um, he was having a medical episode. Ron, who is from Bennington, I, ass I assigned him to take over the net control because he was up there. Um, that's his area, it's his neck of the woods, and, and he did good for six some odd hours that this, this went on. Oh, yeah. um, and Matt was uh, Matt went up on the, up to the other side um, to uh, to assist with the uh, command post up there, um, and all the communications worked well. There was a lot of communications going on. I kept the repeaters clear. I kept the nets from from taking off. I cleared everything out. Sent you know all unnecessary traffic over to the 440 on the no bark machine, but. Um, you never know, you know, we talk a lot on this show and, and we talk, uh, and a lot of people talk about Hurricane Katrina and what, you know, and, and other dis and natural disasters, um, you know, where amateur radio helps out. This is an everyday, you know, this was, this was an everyday occurrence, not that the emergency was an everyday this. occurrence, but this was just an, another ordinary Tuesday. We're getting ready the to do the went hiking and then had a medical emergency. Person went hiking, had a medical emergency. Um, the cell phones were spotty at best, and amateur radio came through. Um, this is why we need people at 4:30 because this was luckily this was one. If we can say luckily, if this was one o'clock in the afternoon um, at the at cycle one. Um, if it had been cycle two, we still could have done it. Um, it'd be probably a little bit harder for me to call Vermont 911 from Pittsfield. So, oh, yeah. but um, we, we, we got it done. Um, he got airlifted out somewhere around seven. Albany Med. 
7.15. Well, he went to a Vermont hospital, and then they airlifted him to Albany Med. Yeah. Um, we got the search and rescue chopper came out of Albany, New York, um, and, and got him off the mountain. Um, you know, th this is why we do this. This is why we we have people in place. You know, I got emails saying, well, you should, you sh maybe you should uh, send things to, to Ray and to Bob earlier. I have a background in this. Ron has a background in law enforcement dispatch. I have a background in dispatching, um, you know, Albany County Aries for 30 years, Hudson Valley Auto Club, EMT for um, uh, Los Angeles County. So there, there's a lot of um, trained people already on this. Um, you know, when it wrapped, we did send, I did send a uh, thing to Ray and I did send it to Bob. Um, I, I saw really no reason to get them involved as we handle it. We handle it well. Me as assistant section manager, um, stepping in to clear the repeaters and actually keep keeping uh, tag teaming on the, uh, on the, uh, Transmissions end while Ron was making phone calls. Um, I was, we, me and him were tag teaming to uh, keep everybody safe, keep everybody up to date on everything. So um, there, there was really no reason to involve Ray and there was no re real reason to involve Bob at the time. Um, the incident was well under control. And I said, you can read the story for yourself. WMA. Dot a r r l dot o r g, but we just I like to thank the team. I like to thank the guy the the, um, the no bar club, Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club. Um, it's their machine. Uh, I like to thank uh, I like to thank uh, the use of their repeater. The use of their repeater and and Ron and Matt. They all did very well. Everybody did their jobs. Did their jobs professionally. Did their jobs well. Um, also, we canceled field day, and I we had to, I had that little rant last week about why we canceled field day. Yeah. But we did cancel field day. Um, way too much logistics for one person, and I do thank the few people that we're gonna you know we will will have the generator ready. Um, Matt was going to be back and forth, but um, we just didn't have enough people to do what the state wanted us to do as far as keeping things safe and trying to count heads and, and um, sanitizing and all that. It's, I, it's one, too much for one person, so we'll, we'll try that again next year. Uh, phase three here starts June 29th, so by the time the picnic rolls around, we should be in phase four. We're already pretty much getting set up for the picnic. We got a tent in the back. <laughs> yes, yes we do. We just um, got it. Matt promised us the WTBR banner. We will be recording live. Um, we have two plans in place. Plan A might still happen, which is actually somebody showing up to do this with the actual radio equipment. Plan B is doing what we're doing now, and that is broadcasting live from uh with with our with our equipment yep so uh with anyway, that do you have stories uh, did you because i really don't i i really don't have a lot of stories because i figured that would take a lot longer than it did um <laughs> i i have a few so so still uh while she's looking it up the u.s postal service usps has temporarily suspended international mail acceptance for items addressed to certain destinations due to COVID service impacts related to or do uh, destinations due to service impacts related to the COVID-19 pandemic. This situation could result in a return of loss of mail, such as QSL cards addressed to affected parts of the world. The USPS has posted a list of affected countries, which is updated regularly. The Postal Service will, upon request, Refund postage and fees on mail bearing a custom stamp that's returned due to the suspension of service, or the sender may remail returned items with existing postage 
what service has been restored when remailing under the under this option customers should cross out the markings mail service suspended return to sender so that's that um volunteer mentor program again they're they passing out good uh good operator awards um we might get riley back on the show once we're in the studio and, and speaking of the studio next week or at the bottom of this hour we have a special guest will be matt tucker um, from PCTV and WTBR, this uh, interview was recorded earlier in the month, so some of the stuff that he'll be talking about this morning um, may have already happened, but he's going to give us some updates of what's going on at PCTV and WTBR um, as far as getting producers back in and, and getting shows back up and running in their regular Time spots. Um, what you got? I have. You uh, have. Uh, yeah, I have a story. If you oh, go to. ahead. She has a story. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So some. Yes, it's about how I'm gonna go ahead and kick a ham's butt. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. Wait till wait till we're off there. We'll take care of that for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kidding. We'd be like the WWE here in the last, in the last, in the last live show. Oh, uh, you're funny. Being at the QTH. Oh, you're funny. Uh, let me see. Dr. Th uh, Dr. Thaddeus Ted Figlock has been a ham for six for uh, sixty years. He is uh, eighty-five years old. Retired, uh, retired uh, gynecologist. And his biggest thing is that he's been a ham enthusiast for about, for like I said, 60 years. Um. He spends uh, most of his time most of his uh, time in a uh, what is ham radio set up in a in a, a basement. The uh, the earliest um, and the fun fact is is that he he mostly does it through a handheld and. He's mostly mobile, and it gives information about how the early or earliest, earliest ham radio or amateur radio enthusiasts referring to themselves as hams in the United States dates back to the fir uh, first decade of the 20th century. So around. So to surmise. Since we did fun facts. I thought we'd say fun facts for the other show. <laughs> uh, and that the FCC requires to be licensed every <coughs> ten every ten years. He's been doing he's been doing this, like I said, for sixty years. So that's a lot of renews. <laughs> a lot of renews. Um, um and also on top of that, it was back to, he got his license back when you had to go ahead and do Morse code, which is no longer a requirement now. And he said there was a time when ham radio, ham radio operators in Massachusetts wanted to learn Morse code. They had to take a test at the... Um, Custom House Tower in Boston, which is now the Marriott, <coughs> is now the Marriott Custom, Hotel, Custom House Hotel. So that's going back a while. <laughs> um, radio, he said, remain remains popular in the United States and throughout much of the world, even though it dates back to the 19th century. 
Figlock says Morse code is more popular, <clears throat> more popular than ever before. I think that's um, that's also true, don't you think? Well, during this whole pandemic thing, licenses have skyrocketed. Um, thank you. <laughs> licenses licenses <laughs> thank you, have, have skyrocketed um, because no one else is doing anything. So, you know, not being forced to do Morse code means more people are actually doing Morse code. Um, and, and we'll go back, we're going to go back to the incident for just a minute or two. But. And his call sign, if anybody wants to get a hold of him, is W1HGY. W-1-H-G-Y. I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. The resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. Figured we yeah. figured we'd throw yeah. that in there. You won't be the last Jedi. Um the incident this took uh it was it was it's seven hours um there was a lot of communications going back between ron he was making a lot of phone calls to a lot of people um and we had matt up at the other end he was uh keeping uh the command post the medics at the command post up to speed with what was going on um it were it worked well we did what we are all trained to do what we got into this hobby to do. For all your new hams out there, you read the story, go up to wma.arrl.org and read the story and you'll see what we did. And, and this is, you know, this was a, uh, you know, it wasn't a hurricane, it wasn't a tornado, it wasn't a natural disaster. This was just something that happens and can happen anywhere, anytime. Um, and you know we had we had to train people on there to to take care of it um and this is why we do this show this is why we do a lot of the things we do this is why we have the nets um 1 p.m and 4 30 p.m on k1 ffk our guys save lives yeah ham <laughs> radio saves lives and in this case it look it literally does and if you read the yeah. bottom of the story where alden said ham radio actually saved his life so th that's where we're at with with that with that going on and, and another plea since we since we did the berkshire humane plea uh, i want to plead to everybody listening to this radio station to donate to this radio station to keep us on the air um matt yes, yes. matt and and dave cachet and david wyatt who, by the way, is a licensed ham radio operator. And, and <laughs> if you're listening, good job on the feed. Oh, um, yeah, thanks, I, I was bud. listening to it on another radio in, in the back, and we actually sound good. Um, Yay! So uh, this, this works out well, and, and, and uh, maybe if we can't get to the studio next week, I'll talk to Matt and see if we can't um, actually do this again from here. But uh, these guys worked really, really hard during the pandemic is, you know, they work from home and, and Matt was instrumental in listening to me rant um, <laughs> via, via email. Uh, with two shows that I, that I put out with this show, The Beatles Show, there was a lot of stuff going on between the two of us. And and, and to say one thing, cause I, I, I don't remember if we brought this up during when we do the interview, but um, the July 18th, broadcast the live broadcast of, of the show is actually matt's idea before the pandemic yes yes it was. um and it was you know we were i didn't even know about it really yes uh, i was talking to matt about inviting and by the way anybody listening over at the studio at wtbr and pctv um the open invitation is still open to come have some free food have some fun and you know 
be uh, and, and be here for when we broadcast and live. Up. And also on top of that, if you're coming, it's bring your own bring your own dish. dish. Bring your own dish. It's kind of like a potluck. It's kind of potluck. So a, a, a potluck picnic. Um, but they, um, Matt, when, when I was talking to Matt about putting the picnic together, Matt emails me and says, "I got an idea." Okay, <laughs> what's your idea? How about we broadcast live during the picnic? <laughs> really? <laughs> and then the uh, that's scary. The, uh, the you know we started to work on that, and, and we were getting plans were being put into that. And then you know COVID struck, so things kind of fell off by the wayside. I uh, oh, and my my wife is over in the corner signaling to bring your own chair. If you if, <laughs> to, to the picnic, so it's bring your own dish and bring your own chair. Um, it's good yeah, thing we don't we have, have cameras on here chairs. because that was uh, that was that, scary. that was kind of scary and kind of funny. That was scary. Say hi, you're live on WTBR FM. Say hi, hi. everyone. Sorry, I was trying to be a little dignified here, and um, uh, it's basically bring your own dish, bring your own chair. Sorry about that, but we don't have a lot of chairs. But if you are coming. And we do want you to come and see our new home and have a great time and enjoy everybody and gossip and, and just have a relaxing day. Stop by and, you know, just say hey. Give him, give him his uh, feed, his thing and let him know you're coming and we'll be waiting to see you. Can't wait. No. Yes, it's by RSVP, guys. We started this in September. She We got her on the radio. It's my wife, KE2KOW. Got her on the radio and she stood there and stared at the microphone in the studio. And she was so nervous. Not, didn't even know where to talk. Now she just comes out here and jumps on the radio in the middle of the live <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> um, and, and so, it's in the middle of my living room. If anyone stops by, they can go ahead and see exactly. It's in the middle of my living room. They do it. But they do it professionally, and it is in the middle of my living room. Studio B here in the middle of the living room where we do both the hang-on show. I am, I am the woman who doesn't care. Back in, in New York, my husband had the wires hanging in my bathroom. Anybody who knows my husband from New York can turn around and tell you the wires were going out of my out of the out of, out of the, the living room into the bathroom out of the bathroom window. Okay, what does yeah, that have to do down with what into I was it, talking so, about? He is just unbelievable, and I've learned to adapt to it, and that's my point. I've learned to adapt to it, and now I'm not mic shy, so I'll just let you go. Thank you. It's turned into, into this Howard Stern over here for some reason. But <laughs> I lost my train of thought, what I was going to say. Your plea. My plea, yes. Um, I know that we have a PSA on this, but I want to put this out. Donate to this radio station www.wtbrfm.com let's keep this station on the air these guys and gals that work over at PCTV and WTBR are the hardest working people I have ever seen um, trying to keep show you know with a global pan pandemic trying to keep shows on the air trying to keep other things going so it's uh, okay it's 28 after we're gonna go to the break Yes. And then when we come back from the break, we will have Matt Tucker. So this is Peter and Jessica. Yeah. And you're listening to him on WTBRFM. And we will be back after, uh, after our break. Look at him, he's heading for that small moon. That's no moon. It's a station. I think you're right. I'm the Transition to Adulthood Counselor at AdLib. The Transition to Adulthood program is a grant-funded program that aims to assist students with a range of disabilities to reach a higher level of success. The program works with all students in Berkshire County who are between 14 and 21 years old and on an IEP or a 504 plan. Students work with a Transition Counselor to develop goals based on their needs and interests and then continue working with their counselor once a week towards that goal. Areas of service can include, but are not limited to, personal health maintenance, home management, transportation training, social and communication skills, self-advocacy, money management, job readiness, and college preparation. For more information, 
please visit our website at www.adlibcil.org or contact me, Megan Cooper, at 413-442-7047, extension 30. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. Don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. We would be honored if you would join us. W-T-B-R. And we are back here on Hamon. On the phone is the guy who kept this thing alive for us during the pandemic. PCTV's WTBR's own Matthew Tucker. Never mind bird chirping in the background. <laughs> Finally, welcome, welcome to the other side of being on the show. Oh, thank you, Peter. Welcome I, to the other I'm, side of the desk. Oh, I appreciate being invita- uh, invited. Yes. Uh, apparently, my words have been stolen from me. Uh, I appreciate being invited. Thank you. It, it, it's, that, it's that new mouth thing that you got going. So we start off with all our guests. Tell us, uh, give us a bio about yourself. Oh, goodness. Um, so the super short version, um, I am... I've been working at Pittsville Community Television for um, about a decade and a half now. Um, started off as a production technician, helping people out, uh, teaching them how to use facilities. Uh, eventually reached the point where I started running the public access channel. And when PCTV started doing work on WTBR, I became the main contact for all of the producers. So I'm sort of the production coordinator for the station. Uh, Outside of that, I am so many other things. Uh, Everything from four kids at home to uh, making sure that video productions at my church happen to uh, being a gamer and a geek and a gigantic nerd and all sorts of other things of that nature so that's the that's the quick version we could take days on that one. Oh, we yeah, have a couple of shows <laughs> and, and what, what people don't know because we've never really discussed this on the air but matt is a key reason why this show is on the air um we if you want to elaborate and go for that sure so A number of the producers on WTBR and on Access Pittsfield, when the um, shutdowns in relation to COVID-19 began, expressed a desire to continue doing production. So uh, the PCTV staff all work together. And while in many ways I'm sort of the public-facing side uh, of that effort, I want to make sure to, before I get into it too much, uh, give a lot of credit to the uh, WTBR and PCTV staff who all have been working together on this effort in order to keep community programming as active and functional as possible. So during that whole process, uh, we reached out to all of our producers. Some producers reached out to us first and said, we'd really like our programming to continue. And so we sat down with each producer who expressed that and went over uh, the various technical capabilities they had, uh, 
both as far as equipment is concerned and as far as skill set is concerned. Because one of the, the major things that we do at PCTV and WTBR is teach uh, media literacy and the skills and capabilities to be able to create programming like the program you're listening to right now uh, using PCTV's facilities. Now, the PCTV and WTBR facilities part sort of stepped out because people weren't allowed to come to the station. So we worked very closely with producers to be able to figure out, okay, what do you have at home? Uh, what do you want to achieve? What are we going to do in order to make sure that your show can continue as normally as possible? Uh, you know, not all shows uh, were able to continue because uh, folks at home didn't have the equipment or uh, didn't have the technical comfort to try and put things together on their own or in many cases didn't have the time because that was one of the other major components is depending on where people were working. Um, some of our producers are in that essential workers category and were busy out in the community doing their job and trying to support everybody's well-being. So a couple of our shows went on hiatus because of that. Uh, shows like yours, we worked together and figured out you've got um, halfway decent equipment at home to be able to uh, record things and put them together on the audio side. So that was fantastic. You, you do all of the work of putting the show together. Uh, you, know, you still get all of the guests and you connect. Uh, like right now, we're connecting via Skype for the recording. And you put all those pieces together and send the file to um, WTBR and PCTV. And at that point, for your show, um, what we do is I've got a template where there is uh, the Hamon logo and a neat little sort of animated galaxy background so that there's some movement for the people who are watching on TV. And I know a lot of the people who uh, watch the simulcast understand that this is the way to be able to experience the show for now uh, until we can get you back into the studio at some point, uh, hopefully in the increasingly near future. Yeah, let, let, oh. let, let's step back for a minute. When, we, yeah. when this show was conceived... Back in the back in September of last year, you were kind of an instrumental portion of actually getting the programming committee to say, "Yeah, let's give them an hour free uh, live <laughs> radio time." <laughs> you want well, and I will say that when it comes to um, so a little bit of background for folks who aren't familiar with the way that you get a show both on uh, television and on radio. So the t believe it or not, getting a show on uh, one of Pittsville Community Television's channels, particularly the public channel, is a process that we have made as easy as possible because our organization as a cable access organization functions very much as a First Amendment platform. So you won't see, it, it kind of behaves, as, and I like to say it's the anti-network, because people think about network TV and there's a room of executives deciding which shows are on the air and which shows are not appropriate for the audiences they're trying to get, things of that nature. At Pittsfield Community Television, we don't make those decisions. We provide the facilities and the training for anybody who has a message that they want to share, information they want to teach, involvement they want to engage in, and create their show and share it with the community. So the TV side is particularly easy. You get an agreement saying that you're responsible for everything that you say and do during your show. You sign it, 
and you submit a show and congratulations, you're on TV. The radio side is a little bit different because we have uh, Federal Communication Commission rules that we have to follow because we are a full power broadcast radio station. So there are all sorts of things that uh, we have to abide by. And as um, so the, the FCC broadcast license that we have is an NCE, non-commercial educational. Uh, it was originally given to uh, the Pittsfield School Committee and to Connick High School for the use of the students. When WTBR was saved by PCTV and it expanded to its new form as a community station, that non-commercial educational component was still vital to the purpose of the station, but it expanded out to the whole community. Because the content of the station needs to sort of be regulated a little bit more so that we follow FCC rules, there's a group called the Programming Committee, uh, a bunch of really friendly folks who sit down and discuss every program that is proposed by members of the community. Uh, so it, they sit you down and they, and Peter did this, they interview you and discuss what the topic of the program is and work through what you're planning on doing. And I remember when we did the meeting with Peter, I would say, believe it or not, it was a very, uh, a, an average meeting where they sat down, they asked you questions, uh, they expressed a little bit of concern because people who know Peter know that he gets very excited about what he's talking about and goes into uh, ham radio mode and the jargon happens. So a lot of people were in the room going, he's super enthusiastic. I don't know what he said. <laughs> and, and, and here we are eight months later. I'm pretty sure everybody has got the idea now. And, and just I want to put this out. When you hear my other show, my video show that's on Monday nights, if you listen to the legal ID that comes on before we do the show, Matt went all out he did like five or six different legal ids that yeah, we use yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 they are just so cool that we just we just can't think of doing anything else for them so if you listen to the beatles show on monday nights at four to six you'll hear matt with the legal ids and i swear it's like listen to ed sullivan yeah. you you really should listen to the beatles show if you don't already it's a really good show and and if you're you're not experiencing it already and and you love the Beatles, it's something you really should do. <laughs> there you. you go. See that <laughs> that that was good for here. Um, how have have you how how can I put this? Have you have you guys you and Sean and and Bob Heck and Jody Spielman and Dave Cachet and David Wyatt? Big shout out for all them. Have you guys have actually been more or less busy? during the, the downtime of the pandemic? So that is an excellent question. I would say that we have been differently busy. Um, so a couple things have happened with our organization in order to try and um, protect our staff, protect our members. Uh, in addition to our facilities being closed to the public uh, during the sort of major uh, stay-at-home order period. Um, we had limited staff at the building. So there was always at least one staff person uh, at PCTV uh, during our office operating hours. And that person would be responsible for any of the stuff that was being done in the, the studio from remote. Uh, because one of the services that we provided a couple of our producers who were connecting in was that they said, okay, uh, I'm comfortable using something like Zoom or Skype, but I'm not comfortable recording it all and sending it to you for whatever reason. So for some of our producers, we've been 
uh, having them connect to the station and then using the station's recording equipment to record it. Um, we've also been working with a number of, um, and I can speak a lot uh, about the public side, I can speak less to the education and government side because uh, it, I've been so busy on the public side. Uh, there's been a number of individuals and community organizations who are doing programming either online already or we're looking to develop some new programming that had never thought of doing something before this happened and said, well, we need to continue to be engaged with the community without a physical presence. How do we do that? Let's get on TV. So we've actually seen an increase in the number of local Pittsfield shows and Berkshire County shows that are coming from this event. Uh, another thing that has happened is we've been producing and developing a, a range of shows over the past couple of weeks that we wouldn't normally produce. For example, uh, we're recording this on um, Friday, May 29th. So yesterday, we premiered the Berkshire COVID-19 Emergency Response Fund Helpathon that we produced um, in partnership with Berkshire United Way, Berkshire Connect Community Foundation, uh, Northern Berkshire United Way, and the Williamstown Community Chest. Um, so that was a telethon-style program where people from all over the community, both well-known and less well-known, you know, entertainers, VIPs, um, people who have benefited from the fund came together and created a two and a quarter hour show talking about why this fund is important and asking for uh, further community support in order for the good that the fund is already doing to continue doing. Uh, today, we are premiering a digital commencement for Berkshire Community College. Since they can't do their normal commencement at Taconic, Taconic uh, Tanglewood, um, they have put together an experience which is very much like the commencement they normally would have done, complete with uh, speakers from the BCC staff and a commencement speaker and the normal part where folks would walk across the stage and receive their diplomas. There's a section where nearly every single student sent a photograph into uh, PCTV and the education coordinator, Dave Cachet, edit them all together so people are still able to have that commencement experience at least as much as we are able to give them in the current situation. So we absolutely aren't seeing the foot traffic we would expect to see, but we are we haven't stopped doing things and we're just as busy, maybe a tiny bit more busy or it feels more busy because it's so different. Because one of the other things has been everyone adapting to working remotely. Uh, we've had a number of the facility uh, workstations go home with people so that they can do editing from home. Uh, everybody's connecting in remotely and accessing a couple of computers at the station to be able to move files around. And so there's been a little bit of added thought and spin to be able to make all of the pieces continue running, even though many of us physically aren't present in the facility. And you're listening to Ham on the WTBR-FM. We have Matthew Tucker from WTBR and PCTV spending some time with us since we haven't seen him since March. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll get to see him soon. So I, I, I know you touched on this earlier, but do you want to elaborate on how like, like this show that we're recording on a Friday ends up 
on the air on Wednesday in its normal time spot. What you know, what the thing, you know, what do we have to, what has to be done? What ha- you have to go through to get from my point to your point to WTBR? Yeah. So the the online journey. Uh, so step one is a producer such as yourself uh, puts the show together uh, remotely. Uh, We've recommended a number of different pieces of audio software to members of the community who are interested in doing this. Um, Many of them are either free or um, things that are very affordable. Uh, Lots of open source software. People take the audio files, put things together. You can create a music show this way. You can create a talk show like this this way. Once the end program is put together, uh, you drop it into an email, send me a message, say, hey, here's the show. The show travels through the magic of the Internet to uh, my inbox at WTBR and PCTV, where I then take that file and move it over to our video editing software. I'll drop that in and I will put it into um, to have that really cool sort of video background so that people who are watching on TV have a little more of a dynamic experience. And then I'll output that file and I will place it on the video computer that plays all of the programs that you watch on all three of the PCTV access channels, as well as our online service, PCTV Select. Once it's in the system and it's scheduled, uh, it's very much an automated process at that point. The only other step that I go through is I go into the software that manages WTBR, and I tell that software that, hey, at this time, you're going to be receiving live audio from the television channel. And that's one of the neat things about the WTBR PCTV physical connection partnership is that programs that air on TV can air on the radio and vice versa. So what actually happens is when you are listening to Ham On on WTBR, the piece of equipment that's originating that is the video system that plays the show on local TV. And that's actually the process that happens um, when you were physically in the studio and producing things um, with actual video and doing them locally and on site. It would play on the television equipment and it would simulcast over to the radio side. And I don't know, um, this might be a little bit early, but have you and Sean and the rest of the team um, discussed the reopening of TBR and, and PCTV and letting us all back in and to do our thing? And how would that, how's that going to happen? So what I will say is that uh, we have a framework that we have put together. Uh, what I will also say is that that framework will be reaching producers roughly uh, when this show first airs. So all of the current WTBR producers will be receiving this information and making decisions on their own as to how they want to proceed with their next steps. Uh, What I can say is that for the most part, our facilities will continue to be closed to the public. Uh, There will be a very slow, metered, and managed reopening of specific facilities so that people are able to produce programming, again, particularly on WTBR, um, particularly with um, equipment that is taken out into the field. So um, PCTV and WTBR has a selection of member equipment camcorders and so forth that can be taken out to help produce programming. Uh, That equipment will be available on a limited reserved basis and access to our uh, editing facilities will begin to open up. Specifically, we're focusing on 
solo and same family groups so that any sort of contagion concerns can be mitigated as much as possible. Um, and just like the state is doing, we are going to move slowly and methodically because the safety of our community and our members is super important to us. So, and we know that it's going to be challenging for our listeners to have some of their favorite shows only begin to slowly return based on the producers um, and based on the availability of facilities. We hope that as everything continues to improve, that just as uh, the state of Massachusetts will enter into that so-called new normal state, that operations at WTBR and PCTV will do the same. So while I can't go into tremendous specifics, um, like dates and specifically what is opening and what isn't opening, uh, I can say that uh, any of the folks listening right now will notice that some of their favorite programs will begin to wake back up out of their slumber and uh, things will begin to move closer to that new normal with quotes around it. Um, I, I just wanted to put this out there because I know Bob had posted on this and you had said something, but can I come down and pay my cable bill? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so that at this point is a bit of an inside joke. Anyone who is familiar with the PCTV and WTBR studios knows that we share the building uh, with Spectrum Cable. And the folks who work at the physical local office uh, of Spectrum Cable are lovely community people. Uh, and we cannot say enough good things about those individuals because they deal with some of the roughest customer service situations that, that we've had an opportunity to watch from a distance. Um, unfortunately, the uh, Spectrum Cable office has been closed for several weeks now, and they have not communicated that to their home office. The folks that you call, um, I believe they're in the Carolinas. Um, so when you give a call, you're not reaching the local office, you're reaching a call center. They don't know what uh, local offices are open and which ones are closed. So while the, the workers are still um, in the back with the trucks and the repair equipment to do installs and maintenance on all of the lines, the folks that you would talk to to pay your cable bill um, are not at the moment. And it, it's one of those things where not everybody understands PCTV's relationship to the cable company, and they don't realize that when they come in and ask us if they can pay their cable bill, it's kind of like going to the mall and trying to return something you bought at Best Buy in Target. Just because we're in the same building doesn't mean we can necessarily help. <laughs> so with, with the last two minutes of the show, um, what have you been doing personally if you want to give that out aside yeah, from how, dealing how with me you? and getting my shows on the air and everybody else's but what's been going on in the life of uh matt tucker and his family sure um so we have been very cognizant of everything that's going on because um we have a range of immunological concerns in our family so we are one of those family units who has been a little bit more vigilant when it comes to going out into the community. For example, I've been the one doing all the shopping. Um, and actually, the funny thing has been that my wife and my kids have discovered that they love the idea of homeschooling, so much so that it's very possible that they'll be doing 
uh, traditional homeschooling model for the uh, the 2021 school year, which is kind of neat. Um, on the other side of that, I am a parishioner at uh, St. Elizabeth of Hungary Parish in North Adams, and our pastor decided that it was extremely important to try and continue connecting with our community and continue to have masses that people can be involved in and experience. So I helped uh, put together the equipment at the church in order to produce those masses. And then uh, my wife and I are involved. I record them, she edits them. Uh, and then we distribute them to the local community station in North County so that people can continue to go to our parish and past that we're just kind of rolling with everybody else you know things are super fluid and a little bit scary and a little bit stressful but we like everyone else are doing our best and trying to keep the community in mind and be as involved as we can safely all right. Thanks, Matt, for being here. It's a good half hour. Matt Tucker from PCTV and WTBR. Thanks Thank for you, thanks for being here with us, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you soon. This is Peter. Absolutely. It, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. This is Peter. And this is Jessica. And you've been listening to Ham on, on WTBR FM.